Councillor Fintan Phelan invites Dutch PM to visit Carlo. Article by Suzanne Pender. The virtues of Carlo might woo the Dutch Prime Minister to make a visit here, thanks to the persuasive powers of Councillor Fintan Phelan. The Cahirloch of Carlo County Council met Netherlands Prime Minister Mark Root in The Hague last week. Councillor Phelan was part of a Fianna Fáil delegation to the Northern European Partnership meeting hosted by the Dutch VVD party and the Alliance of Liberals and Democrats for Europe. This meeting was attended by MEPs, MPs and the Dutch Prime Minister. Delegations came from across the European Union and it was an ideal opportunity to promote European cooperation and to put the interests of Ireland and indeed Carlo to the fore. Councillor Phelan told the Nationalist. As Cahirloch of Carlo County Council, I am very eager to explore all possible European funding and project opportunities for Carlo. In that regard, it was great to be part of this conference along with local MEPs Billy Kelleher and Barry Andrews, he added. Mr Root is currently leading talks to form a coalition government in the Netherlands, but took a break to attend the Northern Partnership meeting. I had a good discussion with the Dutch Prime Minister. It is very clear that he is pro-European and I took the opportunity to extend an invitation to Carlo. As an island nation, we depend hugely on European cooperation and trade. And as a small county, that is even more so the case for Carlo. Carlo has two top-class third-level institutions in IT Carlo and Carlo College. We are also ideally located in the southeast with direct links to Dublin and Rosslare Europort through to the Midlands. So why shouldn't Carlo be pushing our case for greater European investment and trade? I certainly will be making sure our case is put forward at every opportunity, stated Councillor Phelan. Carlo also has an important link to the Netherlands, and that is through their patron saint, St. Willibrord, who arrived from Carlo to the Netherlands, so the Prime Minister has every reason to visit our county. Carlo Municipal District Notes by Suzanne Pender Wallace slams junkets funded by taxpayer A dispute over €20,000 to be spent on town twinning projects and trips abroad to represent Carlo prompted one local councillor to vote against the adoption of the 2022 budget. Members of Carlo Municipal District voted in favour of adopting the 2022 budget for the district last week by six votes to one, with Councillor Adrienne Wallace the dissenting voice. Councillor Wallace questioned the allocation of €20,000 towards town twinning projects and trips abroad to represent the county, including the annual St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York, describing them as junkets. Councillor Wallace asked for a breakdown of how the €20,000 was spent and questioned if the funding would be more appropriately given to students as part of a student exchange programme. Councillor John Casson utterly refuted Councillor Wallace's assessment of the trips as junkets and spoke of how Irish emigrants had travelled the four corners of the earth and greatly appreciated official visits from home. The welcome people get is just huge. Money could not buy that, said Councillor Casson. Addressing Councillor Wallace directly, he stated, I mean, with respect... Why don't you go out there and see how much it means to people? Mayor of Carlow, Councillor Ken Murnane, said he really resented the allegations made. 
and added that the goodwill such visits generated was incredible. The budget was then proposed by Councillor Fergal Brown and seconded by Councillor Finton Phelan. It was subsequently passed by six votes to one. Councillor Brown then proposed that the Council write to the Minister to make the case that towns with larger populations and greater number of footpaths should receive appropriate funding under the annual roads allocation. Currently, the allocation of roads funding for individual municipal districts is based on the number of kilometres in the individual area. In County Carlow's case, Bagnallstown MD receives the highest roads fund because it has the largest number of kilometres, despite being the county's smallest district in terms of population. Councillor Brown's proposal to address this matter with the Minister was seconded by Councillor Tom O'Neill. Bylaw change sees cars allowed into cemeteries. Motorists will be able to drive elderly and disabled people into cemeteries to visit the graves of loved ones as part of the county's new burial ground bylaws. The bylaws were passed at last week's meeting of Carlow Municipal District. Senior Executive Officer Orla Barrett told the meeting that the bylaws were on public display from July to August and six submissions were received, all relating to operational matters within the burial grounds. A number of people were concerned about the fact that within the bylaws, driving cars into cemeteries was not encouraged, she stated. Ms Barrett reiterated that this measure was to stop antisocial behaviour in the cemeteries and was not intended to stop people driving in with plants, flowers, water or for visits by elderly or disabled relatives. Councillor Finton Phelan proposed the bylaws now go to the full council and thanked council officials for taking on board the views of elected members. Many elderly people drive into the cemeteries, and it's very important for people to know that they still can absolutely do that, he said. Seconding the motion, Councillor Fergal Brown said it was important that people behave appropriately in graveyards. He asked that if such an incident occurred, was it a Garda matter or a matter for council officials? Who has the authority, he asked. Ms Barrett stated that anyone acting the maggot would be approached by our own staff and cemetery caretakers, but if the matter persists, it would be taken further. The bylaws were then passed. M9 Junction is an accident waiting to happen. Early morning at Junction 4 on the motorway was described as an accident waiting to happen as drivers try to negotiate the busy junction, parked cars and people carpooling without adequate lighting. Councillor Finton Phelan raised the issue at Thursday's meeting of Carlow Municipal District and urged the local authority to contact Kildare County Council to address the matter. While Junction 4 is in County Kildare, it does affect a huge number of Carlow people and I am asking the engineer to contact Kildare and highlight the junction because the roundabout is a hazard and dangerous, said Councillor Phelan. Councillor Phelan also called for adequate park and ride facilities at Junction 4, with a large number of cars parked alongside the roadway daily as people avail of carpooling. Councillor John Casson expressed his anger that this matter of lighting at Junction 4 hadn't been addressed by the council previously, given that he had raised it at last month's county council meeting and many times in the past. Senior Executive Officer Eamon Brophy once again confirmed that turning off the lights at the junction was an energy efficiency initiative by the NTA, 
they won't be going back on, Mr Brophy said flatly. However, Councillor Casson was insistent. At 6.30am in the morning, there's going to be an accident. It's an accident waiting to happen. It's so dark, said Councillor Casson. People are carpooling, getting out of cars, and they can't be seen. The NTA needs to realise that, he added. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman said he would raise the matter with Kildare County Council. Public lectures will feature Leaving Cert Poetry, article by Elizabeth Lee. Carlow College will host the first of its annual public lecture series with two talks in November focusing on prescribed material for Leaving Certificate English. The first lecture, Sing Whatever is Well Made, a close look at Yeats, Rich and Bishop, will be delivered by Dr. Derek Coyle on Monday the 15th of November. The second lecture, entitled Reading the Poetry of Emily Dickinson and the Unseen Poem, will take place on Monday the 29th of November. Dr. Simon Workman, a lecturer in English and a programme director for the BA Honours in English and History at Carlow College, will be the speaker. In a first for the college, the lectures will be available for live streaming and limited in-person attendance in adherence with current COVID restrictions. Dr. Thomas McGrath, Vice President for Academic Affairs and Registrar for Carlow College, said, The first of our public lecture series this year have been specifically designed to focus on Leaving Cert Poetry to support students with their preparation for English examinations. We are very excited to be able to live stream these lectures in a college first to allow English teachers and Leaving Cert students to virtually attend the lectures and hear an alternative voice on the works of W.B. Yeats, Adrian Bridge, Elizabeth Bishop and Emily Dickinson. The lectures will be held from 1.45pm to 3pm on Monday the 15th and 29th of November respectively and will be free to attend. Limited in-person attendance will be available. Booking is essential for both in-person attendance and live streaming through Eventbrite via carlocollege.ie forward slash public lecture series. Attendance in person is only permitted with a valid COVID certificate. Crosstown Run raised €10,000 for Mum of Three Elaine. Article by Suzanne Pender. An uplifting sea of pink took off around the streets of Carlow recently for Polly's Boot Camp Marathon Challenge, this year in aid of the Buggy family. The Buggy family received a life-changing news last May when mum of three, Elaine Nee Dunn, was diagnosed with a brain tumour. A public health nurse, Elaine, aged 40, is now unable to work, while her husband Ray has had to give up work at Auto Launch in Bagnallstown to look after her and their three young children, twins Dara and Kean, aged nine, and four-year-old Owen. The family has received incredible support from the local community as Elaine undergoes treatment, and last Sunday was no exception as local fitness group Paulie's Boot Camp pulled out all the stops to help, setting off throughout the morning from Carlow Town Hurling Club. It was absolutely brilliant. It went fantastic with such a great atmosphere and great community spirit from the people of Carlow, said Paul. We have raised over €10,000, but there are still cards coming in, so we are hoping to hit the €11,000 mark, which is great. Participants took on various runs, with everyone wearing pink in tribute to Elaine, as it's her favourite colour. 
we had t-shirts made with hashtag Elaine on them and some of us, including myself, had our hair dyed pink for it, laughs Paul. We had about 200 people around the place throughout the morning. It was great to have Ray and some of the Buggy family here too. All ages and levels of fitness took on various runs, with some very adventurous athletes even managing a whopping 55 kilometres. As well as sponsorship cards and donations, this latest fundraiser also set up a GoFundMe at www.gofundme.me forward slash B306043A. And donations are still coming in. A second GoFundMe named Help the Buggy Family is also running at the moment. Speaking to The Nationalist recently, Elaine expressed her enormous gratitude to everyone who has supported them. The support has been unreal. From day one, people have been there. We are overwhelmed by the support we have received since May.